Tim Rhodes, pastor of Bethel Baptist Church, and welcome to our morning worship service. Bethel Baptist Church is located on Kentucky Highway 36 in Frenchburg, Kentucky. You can find our website at www.bethelbaptistfrenchburg.com and you can reach us at 606-768-3768 or 606-776-7360. If you'd like to write us, you'd like to know more about our church, you have questions, you'd even like to help and support, you can reach us at Post Office Box 141, Frenchburg, Kentucky, 40322. I trust you'll enjoy our service and perhaps be part of our ministry. But God bless you as we join our morning worship service. Please turn with me to the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapter 6 today. We start a new chapter, Matthew chapter 6. And this is sermon number 10 for me from the Sermon on the Mount. These are the words of Jesus. Starting in verse 1, Take heed that you do not your alms or your charitable deeds or your giving before men to be seen of them. Otherwise, you have no reward of your Father who is in heaven. Therefore, when thou doest thine alms, do not sound a trumpet before thee, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may have glory of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. And when thou doest alms, let not thy left hand know what thy right hand doeth, that thine alms may be, seen, may be in secret, and thy Father which seeth in secret himself shall reward thee openly. And when thou prayest, thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets, that they may be seen of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet, and when thou shut thy door, pray to thy Father who is in, heaven, is in secret, and thy Father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. But when you pray, use not vain repetitions as the heathen do. For they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. Be not ye therefore like unto them. For your Father knoweth what things you have need of before you ask Him. And then over in verse 16 it says, Moreover, when you fast, be not as the hypocrites of a sad countenance. For they disfigure their faces that they may appear unto men to be to fast. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But thou, when thou fastest, anoint thine head and wash your face, that thou appear not unto men to fast, but unto thy Father who is in secret, and thy Father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly." Father, we thank you for your word. It is powerful, it is true, and it is convicting. And as we study together, I pray that every word spoken is yours and not mine. 
And I pray that your will is done in our hearts and minds and lives. And let Jesus be lifted up. And we pray in his name. Amen. This is one of those passages that you really don't want to deal with because it, it's a hard subject when you start talking about hypocrisy. And yet, these are the words of the Lord Jesus. And so for me to shun this passage would be to shun to avoid the words of Christ. And he was teaching, and if he was teaching his disciples in that day, certainly we ought to be teaching our disciples in this day and it's so important as we have our walk with the lord jesus christ that we walk as as truly as we can as genuinely as I, as we can that we be as real as we can be because right or wrong like it or not the world is judging us and even more important than that they're judging jesus by how we live, by what we say, by what we do. They're judging Jesus because that's who they see as us. They don't see Jesus. They see us and we say that we're his disciples, that we're his followers. And remember that word means imitators. And so if we are imitators of Jesus, then they ought to look at us and watch us and see Jesus. And so we have to be careful with that. And then not only do they judge us and they judge Jesus, they judge our church by how we live, by what we say. And they don't judge us by here. They judge us when we're out there. They judge us as they watch us at the, at the grocery store. They, they judge us as they see us out in the community. They judge us as they see us in all walks of life, even at work or at school or wherever it is, because we're representing our church, Bethel Baptist Church. That's one of those from Bethel Baptist Church. Well, that's one of those down there. That, and so we have to always be, being a Christian is not, a, I think you know this, I hope you do, it's not just a Sunday kind of thing. Being a Christian is a 24-7, 365 deal isn't it it's a forever thing i mean if we get saved genuinely saved and we are eternally saved then we ought to get a hold of this thing pretty soon shouldn't we if we're going to be a christian forever then we should start acting and living like one you think huh amen well this is what Jesus is talking about here. The word hypocrite simply means actor or mask. Now, we're all wearing masks. And don't, listen, don't, uh, don't not wear your mask because you don't want to be a hypocrite. That's not what this is talking about. It's talking about in acting when people were pretending to be someone that, they, that they're not. They're acting and they would wear a mask to be that character. And so it's, it's simply a hypocrite is simply pretending to be what or who we are not. Normally we would divide this into two categories. One, non-believers masquerading as Christians. 
unbelievers acting like they're Christians. And then believers who are sinful pretending to be spiritual. Christians who are sinful. Remember, we talked last week a matter of the heart. Who are sinful in their hearts. Sinful in their minds. In their attitudes. In their motives. Maybe even in, in the things they do and say. But they pretend to be spiritual. And so Jesus addressed that. And he addressed it very directly. And he addressed it in really three areas. In this passage I just read. And, and then I'm going to add another one to that. From the scripture in the verses in, in chapter 5. But. He addressed this in three areas, in giving, in prayer, and in fasting. Jesus talked about how we can be hypocritical, how we can pretend to be or do who or what we're not, in giving, in prayer, in fasting. These areas, giving, prayer, and fasting, Jesus addressed these things. And, and here, are, here are four things, really, he dealt with in this passage. One is people are hypocritical because of their after recognition and praise. They're not doing it for the, the Lord Jesus. They're doing it for recognition and praise. And so the right way of doing things, look, look with me over in Colossians chapter 3. And here's the right motive for us doing things, all right? In Colossians chapter 3 and verse 17, And whatsoever you do, now this is not talking about just church things, but whatsoever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by Him. You can't do hypocritical things and give thanks in the name of Jesus. In verse 23 of Colossians 3, And whatsoever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord, now listen, and not unto men, not for the praise of other people. What we do, even our work, even our uh, 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 things at school, or even our things in the community, or how we serve in an office or whatever, should always be done for the Lord Jesus. Not for people. Even though we serve people, we're not doing it for their praise. We're doing it to please Him. So everything we do, in work or play, and whatever we do, we are always representing Him. And we need to remember that. Because there are times when you may not feel so great about your boss, for instance. Or the people you work with, right? Isn't that true? We always, always feel so great about them. But when we do it for the Lord, we can still do our jobs and do them right. Because we're doing them for Him, not for them. Well, Jesus said, not so with the hypocrites. They're looking for recognition and praise in verse 1. Take heed that you do not your alms, your giving before men to be seen of them. Hey, I, 
I, I'm going to give, uh, let me show you here. I'm going to give, I'm gonna, I want you to see now what I'm giving. This is a bundle. I don't know about you all on your little paltry amounts, but I'm giving you, a, I want you to know, I'm giving this, I got this hundred in my hand. I got this thousand dollar check. I want you to know about it. That's the wrong way to do it. What you do is you give it in secret. You just give it. God knows what you're doing. And God knows the motives. As a matter of fact, you can give a bundle and not being in God's will and not being sacrificial because you have a bundle, you give a bundle, you don't even know it's gone. And Jesus gave the example of the widow who gave all she had. She gave sacrificially. So it's not the amount. It's the attitude. It, it, it's the motives. It's, there's other things we'll talk about. But he said they're giving. They're giving for recognition and praise. In verse 5, as far as prayer, he said, When thou prayest, don't be as the hypocrites are. They love to pray standing in the synagogues and in the corners that they may be seen of men. Now, let me just make sure you understand this, that there's nothing wrong. I don't want you all to be afraid. I call on you to pray. And it's like, oh, I'm not praying. I, I don't want to. They'll think I I'm, I'm, want to be seen and heard of them. There's nothing wrong with what we do when we pray publicly and we stand out of respect and we pray. But if you are standing and trying to be eloquent or something to be heard and seen of people, then it becomes wrong. It's our hearts, it's our motives, it's those things that are the most important thing. They were doing it uh, for the praise of others. And in verse 7, when they pray, when you pray, use not vain repetitions as the heathen do. They think they shall be heard for their much speaking. But he goes on and on about these things where people are giving, praying, uh, and then over in fasting, he said, that when, when people are, are, are fasting in verse 16, he says the hypocrites, what they do is they make themselves look sad. They make themselves look, oh, I'm fasting and I'm, I'm hurting and, 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 and really I'm malnourished and, and I'm doing this uh, for God. I'm doing this for you. And they're just putting on a show. He says they do that to appear unto men to fast. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. If you're doing these things, Jesus said, to get recognition and praise of men, as soon as you get their praise, as soon as you get their compliment, as soon as you get those things, you have your reward. You're not getting anything from God. You have your reward. That's what you wanted. You wanted the praise of people. You wanted to be recognized. Okay. You were recognized. You were praised. You get your reward. That's it. That's your reward. If that's what you were after, as soon as you get it, that's it. Nothing from the Father. And so he said that. They, they wanted just recognition and praise. They were acting. They were on display. They weren't genuine in their giving, in their prayers, in their fasting. They were acting. 
Their sins were pride. They were insincere. They weren't concerned about the giving. They weren't interested in the people they were praying for. They were indifferent to all of these things. It was all a show. They were actors. They were, they were a display. Pride. Insincerity. Indifference. That's who these... And, and these were, keep in mind, the most religious people of the day. These were those who professed to be, I mean, they were the Pharisees. They were the scribes. They were the religious leaders. They were the best of the best. And yet Jesus condemned them. He said, you are hypocrites. There's nothing in you that's real. There's nothing in you that's sincere. There's nothing in you that you care and have compassion. This is religion versus righteousness Jesus spent so much time telling us about righteousness the world has so much religion but what we need is righteousness we need people who want to be like the Lord Jesus Christ that we want to do things right we want to be real we want to be genuine we want to be like Jesus And so this is a chance for all of us to examine our own hearts, to examine our own lives. Is there a pretense about me? Is there something I'm pretending to be when I'm really not? I mean, as Christians, uh, do we have sin in our lives and yet we're pretending to be spiritual? Jesus is very direct. And it's too important for us. Remember, we're supposed to be like the Lord Jesus Christ. And we're not, to supposed to, we're not supposed to take our Christianity lightly. We're to live lives that are pleasing to the Lord Jesus. Here are some things in these three areas that we... This describes, this describes these three areas. Not, not what these hypocrites were doing but here's the reality to, reality to them. In giving, giving is a matter of obedience. It's a matter of, uh, of obedience. And when we're giving, and you read over in 2 Corinthians 8 and 9, when we're giving, what we're to do is to keep our focus on the Lord Jesus Christ. It says there, thanks be to God for His unspeakable or indescribable gift indescribable gift we're we're to look how God gave us Jesus and then how could we ever say well I'm not giving anything it's not that big a deal well it is a big deal do you think God needs it there is what's a commercial some kind of commercial that wants you to eat something and then it says and we'll make more so you think really God needs it he owns it all he has it all if there's something he needs he'll just make more we need it we need it as a test of obedience you can get people to do all kinds of things and the last thing 
the last thing where the Holy Spirit really has us is when we're willing to give according to God's Word. It's a matter of obedience. It's a matter of investment. You ever thought of your giving to the church, of your tithing as an investment? You are investing your, your treasures in the souls of men, women, boys, and girls. What else could you invest in that would be so important? You, you can't take your money with you, right? You do know that, don't you? In Luke, so you might as well give it to us. In Luke, in Luke 6, it says give in verse 38. Jesus says give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over shall men give unto your bosom. For with the same measure that you give, it shall be measured to you again. That's investing. When you give, He's giving back. He's blessing you. Giving is supposed to be sacrificial. It's not supposed to be just of your abundance. However much that may be, it's supposed to be sacrificial. Giving is also done in compassion. It's not always just done because you're supposed to do it and because you're obedient. It's also out of compassion when you see people that have needs. The Bible says we're supposed to meet that need. If we can meet it, we're to meet it. And so we're to have compassion on people. You know, even, even faithful Christians can sometimes be pretty tough about the needs of other people. We don't always know what people have gone through or are going through in their lives. And so we are to be people of compassion, that we care and that we give. We're to be generous, as a matter of fact. And then we have the blessings in Malachi 3.10, where God, for the, for the only time that I'm aware of, asks us to test Him. He says, you bring your tithes into the storehouse, or you bring your tithes into the church. And He said, you see, if I won't open the windows of heaven and pour blessings out on you. Now, don't get into some kind of health and wealth thing where you think, by you sowing some kind of seed here that you're going to receive a bunch of money back or you're going to fly around the country in some kind of private jet but you'll receive things greater than money you'll be blessed God said test me he said just test me and see when you bring your tithe to the storehouse you just see how I'll open the windows of heaven and pour blessings out on you and so Giving is about obedience, it's about investment, it's about sacrifice, it's about compassion, it's about blessings. Prayer, prayer rather than just to be something to be seen and heard of, uh, of men, it is communication with God. Do you understand that? Do you understand you are praying to Almighty God and why don't we pray enough? Why don't we pray? Why aren't our lives just filled with prayer when we're talking with God? Our prayer life is supposed to be an attitude of humility and sincerity and pure motives. You know, our prayers are supposed to be intimate. 
I mean, you're, you're, you're talking with God. You're, you're getting with Him. That's why Jesus was talking about uh, uh, getting in, in our prayer closet. Getting somewhere that is private. Getting somewhere that is quiet. And just talking with Him. Talking with Him. He's your Father. As we're going to study the, the prayer in, in Matthew 6. Our Father who art in heaven. We're taught in Romans that the word Abba can be added to that. And it's Abba Father. That means Dad. That means you have an intimate conversation with your dad. That means you get with him and you talk with him about whatever's going on in your life. Prayer is to be heartfelt. And prayer involves trust. Don't pray if you don't trust him. If you're not believing in him, don't pray. What else don't you do if you're going to pray? Go ahead, I've said it however many times, worry. If you're going to worry, don't pray. If you're going to go ahead and pray, and then you're going to get right back to worry, don't do it. Don't worry. Trust. If you don't believe, don't pray. Prayer is all about trust. And then fasting Quickly, fasting is about having a spiritual purpose. This is not about the fast for a diet. This is about the fast that you have a spiritual purpose. It's, it's a, it, 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 fasting is about humility. It's about a burden, a brokenness. It's about repentance. There's sin in your life or sins of others. It's about repentance. It's about sacrifice. It's about prayer. Fasting is never separate from prayer. The time you spend fasting is time you spend in prayer. Fasting is all about the right heart, right living, right attitude. And then before we close, let me deal with one other thing. Jesus talked about hypocrisy in giving, hypocrisy in prayer, hypocrisy in fasting. In other words, just hypocrisy in our lives as disciples. But there's another one, and that's love. Romans 12, 9 says, let your love be without hypocrisy in verse 46 of Matthew 5 if you love them who love you what is the big deal what reward have you even the unsaved can do that right we to, to love someone that loves us to love someone that's like us it's like our giving at Christmas. And now there's nothing wrong with this. You know how much I love Christmas. But we exchange. Right? 
We don't really give except for Operation Christmas Child. That's as pure as it gets right there. Because they're not going to send us anything. We're not going to get a shoebox in the mail. It's not an exchange. We're giving. Sometimes that's what we do in our love. It's an exchange. Love is to be given. And Jesus said we're to love our neighbors. We're to love one another. We're to love even our enemies. And our love is to be without hypocrisy. That we're not to act like we love someone. And behind their back we talk about them or gossip about them or send something about them. We're to love genuinely and purely and without hypocrisy. We're to love like God loved us, loves us, and gave Jesus to die for us. That's no exchange. There's nothing we, that God needs or that we can give Him except ourselves as worthless as we are. And so we're to, we're, we're to give without hypocrisy. We're to pray without hypocrisy. We're to fast without hypocrisy. And we're to love without hypocrisy. Our lives need to be genuine. Our lives need to be real. Our lives need to truly magnify the Lord Jesus Christ so that we are portraying Him, that we're imitating Him, so that they see us, they see Jesus. Amen? Amen. God bless you. If you're not saved... If you're not saved, come to Jesus. If you've never trusted Him as Savior, come to Him. He wants to forgive you and save you. Hey, you can't be saved by your religion. You can't be saved by your good works. You can't be saved by this church. You can only be saved by grace through faith in Jesus Christ, the one and only Savior who died in your place for your sins. If you come, we'd be glad to pray with you as you give your life to Christ. And Christians, I pray, we'll determine in our lives we're going to be like Jesus, that we're going to be for real, no pretense, no hypocrisy. We want to be the real deal. We want to be like Jesus. Amen? Amen. 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 Father, we thank you for your word. And as it works in our hearts, as it convicts, I pray that we'll now be obedient that we'll, we'll take the step of following Jesus, of accepting Him as Savior and following Him. And Lord, please reveal anything in our lives that needs to be different, needs to be changed. Convict us and help us, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I hope you enjoyed our program today, and I hope you were blessed by it. It is our uh, hope and our prayer that each week as you watch this program, you'll receive a blessing from God's Word. Our songs, our messages, they're about the Lord Jesus Christ. And perhaps someone accepted Christ today as Savior. If you did, we want to rejoice with you. And I just ask you, please drop a note in the mail to Bethel Baptist Church, 
Post Office Box 141, Frenchburg, Kentucky, and let us know. And we'll send you some material and we'll rejoice with you. Perhaps you're thinking about being saved. You never trusted Christ as Savior, and He is your greatest need. And today I just urge you uh, to admit that you're a sinner. You know, we all are. All of us have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But if you just acknowledge you're a sinner and believe that Jesus Christ truly is the one and only Savior, the only way to heaven, if you'd ask Him to forgive you of your sins, to come into your life and save you, Jesus will forgive you. He will save you. The Bible says, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. That if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that the Lord Jesus is the Christ, that He died and rose again, He will save you. Our prayer is that you would know Christ as Savior. And if you are saved, it's our prayer that you would serve the Lord Jesus Christ faithfully. We're to accept Him as Savior, but we're to serve Him as Lord as you heard in the message. And so, thanks for watching the program. If you have questions, let us know. Uh, pray for us as we pray for you. And may God bless you.